Welcome to Kafaru Cast, everyone. I am running solo, and I have my good friend Kevin Estella on the other line with Fieldcraft Survival. What's cracking in uh, in Utah, dude? Everything is cracking here. We are constantly, constantly growing, reaching out, doing a, a million things. It's like Celebrity Week. We had you here earlier this week, and uh, you know we got we got a lot of interesting people walking through the doors here. Yeah, you had Eastman's there yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah, and I, I conveyed that message to them, by the way, the minute that they walked in, both to Ike and to Scott. So uh, They're used to that, I'm sure. Yeah. Did they laugh? Oh, yeah, they, they're like, oh, yeah, you've been talking to Snyder. <laughs> yeah, I talked to, well, I don't talk to Ike as much as, as Scott, but those guys are cool. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I recently uh, flew out to, to Utah and uh, went uh, and met uh, with Black Rifle Coffee as well as Fieldcraft Survival, and you know, when I met with, with, uh, Fieldcraft, I really just came to say, hang out with you, Kevin, and then say hi to, to, to Mike. And that kind of, I don't even know how you say it, uh, snowballed down a giant mountain into a big wormhole of, uh, potential partnerships and classes and land nav courses. And so we really don't have it, you know, blueprinted exactly, but you want to talk a little bit about some of the things we were going over? Oh yeah. So, so like you said, you came out here and, you know, first off trying to get a hold of Mike Glover is tricky because the guy's a, a machine when it comes to working and, and he's constantly filming videos and whatnot. So, so I felt bad because you were hanging out in the office, but that kind of gave us time for us just to spitball some ideas. And you got a chance to meet uh, the other Kevin uh, here at Fieldcraft, Kevin Owens, Irish Kevin. And then, you know, we just started talking about different things like backpacks and gear. And you mentioned how, there was uh, a lot of interest when you posted about land navigation. And I said, oh, yeah, we do land nav- navigation too. And I showed you kind of our, our video content that we have on the locals page. And you're like, oh, my God. Next you know, Kevin Owens is like, dude, let's, we'll do it for you. Um, but right now we're, we're planning all sorts of different uh, training content from land navigation to wilderness survival to we have a class that I started called uh, Modern Predator, which is all about like unconventional ways of, of catching animals, but it's essentially poaching. But in a survival situation, if you're about to die, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right. Um, and then we're working on this class, which is called uh, Breakout, which will be a very intensive, like five day class here in Utah, where we're going to have people in a scenario and we're going to stress them physically, stress them with time, stress them with cold, like. Anything that you could possibly imagine that induces stress, we're bringing it on. Uh, so we're excited about that one. But, uh, yeah, we, we were just sitting around, and next thing you know, we, we met up on a second day, and you know, we decided that we're going to do some joint ventures here, collaborations where I might be traveling out to uh, Colorado. You might be coming out here to Utah, especially with the hunting aspect and the archery aspect. And uh, we're just going to pump out some really awesome content moving forward. Yeah, and I, I think um, kind of how this happened was I uh, I was going to initially do the land nav courses with Mike Hearn, which will still be involved in it, obviously. But when the the overwhelming response came through, I'm like, oh man, this is this is a lot. And and Kevin Owen was like, well, dude, I, I've already got stuff done online, and I'm like, well, I'll just start shoveling them to to you guys because what you know you, the the crawl walk run right, you get online, learn the basics, and then. That kind of transformed you guys are getting in some of the archery stuff and obviously on the field craft side or, or bushcraft side, I'm pretty first in that. And I'm like, well, 
I'll just funnel people to you guys. And when it's applicable and you have a class, if I can help out, you know, whether it be archery or breaking down animals or whatever, that's more my specialty. And so the synergy there was really good because you guys are uh, qualified professionals at an extremely high level at a lot of different things that is uh, easier for me to, I hate to say pawn off, but filter people your way because you guys already offer a lot of this stuff and you're, you're geared for it where, you know, I would have to take a lot of time to, to do this and I'll probably still teach classes here locally. It's just, you guys may be involved in those, but the big classes are, will be focused towards you guys there in uh, Heber city in Utah. Right. Right. And you know, one thing that, that was very apparent in that room was that we were all on the same page, you know, on many different levels, right. In terms of our approach to the great outdoors, in terms of just our personalities, like, like you got a bunch of guys in the room that are all very skilled in what we do, but we're not stepping on each other, you know, like we're, we're trying to elevate each other. So, so that was something that is very difficult to do in the corporate world. As much as I don't want to say I'm working for corporate America, working for a company like this, um, because we're really not, we're just a bunch of guys having fun and sharing knowledge. We're like, man, this feels just right in getting in line with Kafaro. Yeah, it was a good meeting because one of the things I made jokes about was normally if I walk into a room, I, I feel like I'm I'm an alpha or one of them. I didn't have that feeling in that room. I kind of felt like a bitch. Um, <laughs> what did uh, Chad said? My buddy Chad was like, oh, my uh, my my purse was full of tampons. He's like, yeah, I uh, I definitely he's like, those guys are amazing. And the cool thing was, is no egos there. Right. I'm like, hey, you guys are better at this than I am. You know, you you take this and. If you guys need me to teach archery lessons, hey, that, that's my thing. And you guys are like, oh, yeah, perfect. So great synergy in that meeting. Yeah, 100%. So kind of how I, I see this, and, and not saying this is how it's going to all roll out, but you are very versed in uh, what I call, um, you know, bushcraft, but, but a lot of the more primitive bushcraft, meaning traps, snares, uh, celestial navigation, uh, things of that nature, as, as well as many other things. Um, Kevin Owen, really good at land nav as well as many other things, uh, meaning, uh, current up-to-date land, manual land nav and GPSs. So the classes that you guys are going to teach are from, you know, the, the crawl to, to run phase is manual land nav, uh, and then integrating your GPS with that. And then you, Kevin Estella, you teach more of the primitive navigation. Is that correct? Right. That's how we see it rolling out. Uh, Kevin started off doing uh, Map and Compass in Land Navigation 1, where he's showing how to use the map, use the compass, use the map and the compass together. Uh, he's showing how to use uh, UTM and the MGRS corners in order to find coordinates. And then we're going to eventually uh, move forward into using the GPS technology. And it, again, it was great. Another example of how our philosophies are exactly the same. You were like, look, I just turn on my watch, the GPS, just to get my grid. And then I, I verified on the map and I move on. And Kevin Owens is like, that's exactly how we, we teach it. You know, we're not following our, our wristwatch or our handheld devices uh, until we get to where we need to go because that drains the batteries. Um, eventually, we're going to be showing some of the more primitive methods, uh, kind of like worst case scenario. You lose your map, you lose your compass, you lose your GPS, batteries die, map flies off the, the mountainside. And, you know, you're just looking for, for dead reckoning and different methods of, of navigation. And, you know, my background, I was at the Wilderness Learning Center. I taught with Marty Simon for a long time. I was his lead instructor at the school. 
Um, and he has a very similar approach to, you know, where, you know, you want to have modern techniques, you want to have modern uh, technology and skills, but you should be able to fall back on the, the navigation and figure out uh, where you are and, and, and how you need to get from point A to point B if you lose everything. So we will get into some of the more primitive methods that may not be as accurate. I can actually tell you they're definitely not as accurate, but you should not have any feeling by the time that we're done where you can where you'll say I have no freaking clue where I am. You know, there's going to be some method of finding out your general location. Uh, you know, finding out how to stay on course if you're if you're traveling. So that's really the the direction we're going. So it's going to be map and compass module one, GPS, Onyx hunt, different products like that for module two, and then eventually some of the more primitive methods for module three. Go in more depth on not just land navigation, because as Chad said when we were sitting in a meeting, my, my business partner, the total package of all of this has kind of been my dream. And when I, I presented this to the state of Wyoming of we want to start a full-on school that's attached to Kafaru, meaning long-range shooting, uh, archery courses, tuning, um, shot placement, uh, you know, field craft, bushcraft, whatever you call it, land navigation, all of those things. Uh, but it would be more, most of it would be hunting, meaning uh, how I use land nav, you know, when I hunt, when I use a GPS, you know, the the uh, p- putting on a stock, how I stock an animal. And it sounds like we may be able to integrate all of that in there. It's just rather than me, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the opinion if someone's, you know, better than me at anything, they should be teaching where you guys are better at me than a lot of different things, meaning more skilled, more qualified. And then some of the the hunting side of things, I would be able to help you guys out, which is more my wheelhouse. So how all that shakes out, I'm not really sure you might be, but I was excited about it and I think it'll work out really well. Yeah. I, I really think uh, all combined, we've got a, a lot of years of experience here. I mean, uh, getting back to Kevin Owens, there's no one, in my opinion, in the world that has more knowledge uh, on uh, the subject in terms of both experience, teaching it, uh, and just peer uh, approval, right? Like, there are other marksmen and snipers around the world that are still saying Kevin Owens is, like, top guy. Um, and it's cool that I work with him every single day. I, stand, I sit right next to him every day, and we do BS. But uh, in terms of, like, what he can offer, the average person, I mean, not everyone's going to be a sniper. Not everyone's even going to go out and shoot their rifle as much as they should. Um, But he can bring some of the long-range shooting aspect, the understanding of ballistics and understanding of how environmentals factor into marksmanship to the average hunter, a guy who may assume, well, hey, I'm just going to put my crosshairs on it, and that's where my bullet is going to impact. Well, it's not always the case, you know, especially when you start getting into altitude and you start getting into the angles of your shot and so forth. Um, and even just changing the bullet. So Kevin Owens is, is the guy, and I think a lot of people can benefit from understanding things. Uh, I mean, when it comes to you, Aaron, I mean, everyone knows, you know, you're the guy when it comes to stalking. And, you know, there are people that couldn't do with a rifle what you can do with a bow. Um, they'll spook a game, you know, long before you will, you know, so you bring that. Uh, you know, I'm kind of like a Swiss Army knife. I tell that to people all the time. I'm like, I know a little bit about enough to keep myself out of trouble, uh, but, you know, I, I like fitting in and, and helping out where I can in terms of, like, the traditional field craft, the bushcraft, if you want to call it, how to set up camp, how to uh, combine cordage into solutions to, to get you through a 
through whatever problem you're experiencing in the great outdoors. So, yeah, that room that we were sitting in, uh, you know, you had a bunch of guys that were all very skilled in what they do, but everyone was like, hey, I could help you do this. I could help you do that. And no one was saying, well, I do it better. You know, it was, it was awesome. And, and I really think what we move forward with in these different programs, whether they're survival programs or hunter prep programs or navigation programs or all the programs combined, uh, maybe we'll do even like an intensive camp where it's not just a week, maybe it's two weeks uh, for very select people. If they're, if they're willing to demonstrate their willingness, then uh, I think people are going to get a lot out of this. Yeah, for sure. I, I think, again, you know, where all this shakes out, I think maybe some of the longer backpacking survival trips may be more applicable here in Colorado. Some might be in Utah. Um, you know, again, we talked about the fishing aspect or since, uh, you know, I know I like living in the woods a lot and I know you do as well. You know, anything we do is going to be pretty exciting for me because whether it's a four day, eight day or 12 day, like a long, more expedition trip, the amount that you can teach in four days is unbelievable. The amount that you could teach in 14 uh, is off the map because uh, there's just a lot more things you run into the longer you're out there. And if you're also doing backcountry fishing and, and prep, you know, in the case of how to cook fish when you don't have anything, how to catch fish, that is a, seems like people are starving for that type of knowledge above and beyond everybody wanting to be a sniper um, or whatever. There, you know, there's a lot of different things that, that, that like I said, the synergies there, uh, and you guys are just, I was, I left that meeting extremely excited because I'm good at nav after that, you know, I'm not the best. So having you and Kevin there, I was like, oh, this is going to be a, a big help, right? Cause I was like, you guys know, uh, you know, as much and more than I do. So I was like, man, th this is going to be great because I get so many people asking me, will you, will, you know, will you do a four day backpacking trip? And even on the wilderness photography side as well. And so, you know, again, I'm talking 100 miles an hour because I've had too much caffeine and I'm excited. But I think like overall, once this shakes out in the next couple months and we get it blueprinted and out to the public, it's a lot to offer and a lot of knowledge for a lot of people with very, very good high level instructors. So it's not some guy teaching elk calling that's only shot one elk. It's a guy that's literally one of the, the you know, somebody that's the true one of the best in the world ever teaching that course. I mean, there's something to be said for that because you know you're learning the right way from somebody who's done it for years and years, which which is awesome. Yeah, and and I think you know we're talking about lining out all these classes and, and the content that we're going to provide, but there are going to be so many moments on these classes, these especially the, the multi days that are just going to happen in the moment that we couldn't have planned, but the experiential learning is going to be immeasurable, right? Like something will happen along the way. It'll be in a moment and we're like, you know, well, we weren't planning on teaching this, but we can't pass up the opportunity to cover something that is valuable. Um, like you were talking about cooking fish when you don't have uh, like traditional camp you know, mess kits. Well, there's plenty of ways of cooking fish, you know, using just sticks and plenty of ways of cooking fish right on coals where, you know, the, the fish skin is going to protect it from the from the ash, you know, you just peel it all back and it's, it's delicious. Like, I think there are so many things that are just going to happen that we can't plan for, but people will be pissed off if they miss out. Oh, it, well, it was funny. I was talking about the way with, with the whole crew in there, meaning all the real alphas while I'm sitting in the corner trying to pretend to be one. And I'm like, well, when I, 
uh, for example, on, a, on an approach to a mule deer, I take a photo with my phone or I'll draw it out. I have, a, you know, I'm, I'm listing how I go on a stock and I'm like, I shoot a, an azimuth uh, to, to that deer. I take a back azimuth and then I put an orange panel over my pack. So when I circle around and I shoot that back azimuth and I said, so what's that like with the military? And Kevin looks up, he goes, that's a fucking range card in an Irish accent. And I'm like, exactly. I just implemented that into hunting. Um, is the idea. And so having all of these different things combined, you know, you think about it, uh, the long range shooting is one, uh, the more primitive navigation, snaring and trapping, uh, potential site prep, uh, you know, fire starting, things like that, where to put your shelter, catching fish, cooking fish, the, the land navigation portion, tuning a bow, shot placement, breaking down an animal, what to do when the animal's breaking down, how to keep it, how to keep the meat, uh, meat care, basically, while you're in the field, uh, or meat prep, whatever you want to call it, and many more things all in one package uh, that, that, that we can offer. And like I said, when you guys w- were willing to, to dive in with this, I'm like, Oh, I can push a lot of people your way because I feel very confident that I'm not pushing them to some chucklehead. I'm pushing them to some of the world's best. And, and I have good conscience when I can't help them, you guys are as good or better, um, and, and better quite honestly, in a lot of different things than I am. And so it was like, Oh Lord. Yes. I mean, I couldn't stop talking to Chad. I'm like, dude, do you know how big this will be? Not just obviously promoting each other, but as weird as this sounds, making the world a better and safer place, teaching these things to people that is really a lost art that shouldn't be. Yeah, we don't like, just like you don't like seeing someone in the great outdoors that's struggling. I mean, the story that you told about the long-distance runners not realizing that the storm was coming through and them running through the bog, I mean, I just personally, like I remember being in Pennsylvania and we met up with a few folks on the Appalachian Trail that had no clue where the trail was. You know, they had no clue that they were crossing over it. They were actually moving uh, perpendicular to the trail. Um, and then on other occasions there, you know, we've been in camp, uh, or my buddies were in camp in this one spot that we normally go to, and people have stumbled into camp freezing, you know, and they had very minimal supplies because they were working on the principle of, well, I'm only going to have success in my, my hike. Well, we, I completely agree that, you know, this feels good because I know that these people that we're going to be working with and helping are going to be, more prepared in the great outdoors, which means there'll be fewer cases of backcountry rescues, right? Which means that other people's lives aren't going to be put in, into harm's way. So yeah, I, I feel really good about this. Why don't let's go into, um, you know, uh, obviously people got the, the point uh, or the big picture here that you're going to be able to look at Kafaro International or Fieldcraft Survival to sign up for these classes once we get everything kind of rolled out in, in an exact plan. But uh, let's just talk about certain things uh, that will be be covered potentially in some of these courses. Uh, one of the things that I always get excited about, I guess you could say, is very lost art. Very, you don't really need to know, but you said the poaching end of it somewhat, the yeah. trigger tripwires, snares, things like that. Um, which is one of your specialties. I, I'm like a, a three trap wonder. I'm real good with a figure four deadfall um, twitch ups. I'm pretty good with those. Um, I've got a decent base. If I had to weave uh, a fish trap, I'd probably starve to death. I haven't done that in quite some time. Those are all things. Why don't you talk about some of the different things that you teach and 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 prefer in that that side of things? Oh yeah, yeah. So so basically. Like, like I'm going to South Carolina tomorrow. I'm going to teach Modern Predator. Modern Predator is a class that 
it's crazy popular because I'm essentially showing people the realistic uh, traps and methods of, of putting food on the table that have been proven not just in the United States but around the world. Uh, my dad grew up in the Philippines, and some of the traps that I show are ones that he used you know, in the, the 40s and in the 50s as a kid living in the jungle. And you know, my family has a property in Connecticut with a five-acre pond on it, and I've used them in the backyard there, and they work, 100% work. And you know, when we used to teach at the Wilderness Learning Center, we would demonstrate some of these, these traps, and people would, would say, wow, there's, there's no way that works. And then they use it in their garage, like you said, figure four, and they're, they're making figure four traps, uh, trap triggers, using books as the weight, and they're killing mice in their garage, and they're having a blast doing it. Um, so I show a lot of the, the skills from a very realistic approach, saying, look, the, the world is filled primarily with water, so you should definitely carry fishing gear on you. And you know there are certain things that you can carry that take a little bit of the, the sportsman out of it, and it's more of the, we need to food on the table, we need to be a killer when it comes to, to, to catching fish. Making nets, very easy to do. Um, you know, I'll show either method, whether we're using a netting needle or we're using uh, just simply uh, using square knots uh, that are attached to a horizontal line and we make the, a fishing gauge so we have a, a net that's equal size. Um, in terms of the trapping, you know, with just a handful of, of materials you can make traps uh, very easily. Snaring is very simple, whether they're passive snares or they're the active ones that are using counterweights or springs. Uh, you know, I think everyone needs to learn how to make a squirrel pole at some point in their life and, and, and see how effective it is and see how when you catch one squirrel on one, other squirrels are very curious by nature. Those squirrels have a tendency of running up that squirrel pole and getting caught too. Um, I mean, there are other things that we can go into, like the different plants that are found around the country, like black walnut and, and great mullein, that can actually be used in low-volume creeks to drug or stun fish. There's so many different things that are, that are very, very practical. Um, lost arts, right, because everyone wants to use the latest and greatest carbon fiber fishing pole, right? Well, there's plenty of skills that can be taught with just a cane pole. And people want to use a, uh, you know, a high-end rifle. Well, there's plenty of ways that you can catch animals without, you know, firing a shot. So, so that's all stuff that can be covered in, in these courses. Oh, definitely. You know, and that the other thing, and I, I totally didn't list it, is not tying. Um, we, Mike Hearn and I brought that up on a podcast recently of, you only really need to know, in my opinion, four or five knots. Um, I mean, it doesn't hurt to know a hundred but you can get by with uh, like a taut line hitch or, or a prusik, whatever you want to call it, a, a bowline, a square knot, you know, things like that, that which most, you know, if you don't know how to tie knots, tie lots. But your life is a lot easier when you, when you know how to tie a few different, you know, knots. And that doesn't just come for that. That doesn't mean, mean for, for snaring or, or trapping hanging your meat up, you know, a, a bowline and a taut line, I, I guess it'd be a cut called a taut line hitch, makes your life easier when you're solo. One, the, the, the bowline or, or whatever you want to call it uh, comes loose easy so you don't have to cut your rope. The, the, the taut line hitcher or Prusik type knot is going to allow you one person to lift the meat up with your left hand as you pull that 
uh, tensioning hitch down so you can do it solo and, and many other different things. Obviously, it allows you to maybe drop some weight on your shelter if you want to get rid of the, I guess you would call it like a, a, a what are those called, a tensioning? The little plastic or metal tensioning deals. You can get rid of those on your on your guy outlines if you know how to do a taut line hitch or a Prusik type knot. That saves weight, and it's just good to know because you can always use those different knots, and I'm sure obviously we'll, we'll be going in or you guys will be going into those things as well in some of the classes. A lot of that stuff I think I take for granted, um, and then when I whether I'm guiding or helping someone, I realize really quickly like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach this guy this, but in that specific time, space, and place, I've got five minutes to teach him a knot probably not going to remember that knot. He might think it's cool. He might say, oh yeah, that's great. But with a course, you're going to walk out of that remembering everything where me showing you in five minutes is probably not going to get it. Uh, so that again, why I'm super excited about all this, because I can do a YouTube video on not tying, but until you're there tying it, watching someone do it with some instruction and help, you know, they're walking away. Again, I say a better person, a more skilled person, more well-rounded with what they're learning. Oh, my God. And I'll tell you something. Knots, I always thought that knots would be like one of the most boring things to teach and that people wouldn't get any value out of it. I got a guy who recently contacted me from one of the nation's uh, SEER schools, uh, one of the military's uh, programs. And he said, dude, I watched your video on Instagram, how to tie boot laces with paracord. And he said, paracord has always fallen apart on me like it. The knot has come undone because it's so slick. He goes, I've never had my boots come undone because of that. And he's like, I can't tell you how many guys I've shown how to tie their boots. And they all say that their boots have never come undone, yet the knot unties easily. Um, and I'll tell you, like, it's so easy to hit saturation point with knots. But I'm totally open when we're teaching these classes for people to record the process and, you know, to record themselves tying the knots to, to make uh, – to make almost like a journal, like an electronic journal of their learning. Um, because like you said, like if you know a handful of knots, I mean, you can use cordage to ascend rope. You can use cordage to descend rope, to haul. You can use cordage to to tie meat up, like you said, or tie people up. If, well, that's another class. But, uh, I mean, there, there's so much you can do with, with cordage. And I always tell people, after learning how to make fire, cordage is the second hardest skill set. It might be the first. It might be the first hardest skill set for people to learn when you can go into the, the wood line, find natural materials, put you know, process them and make functional cordage that at the end of the day means that you don't have to dig into your possibles pouch, uh, your Kifru pullout and pull out that, that cordage. You don't have to cut good cordage because you can make it off the land. I mean that is such a powerful experience. And when people learn how to do it, I've had students over the years send me pictures like, dude, I'm reverse wrapping uh, different twigs. I'm reverse wrapping, uh, I'm sorry, not twigs, roots. Uh, it, it's, it's amazing. Um, I think it's just one of the, the skill sets that the dying skill set, because people are so quick to just throw in some Kevlar cordage or jute twine, and they don't want to learn how to, how to make something off the field, which our, our ancestors used to do. Oh, Definitely. Well, man, I, I don't want to go, we're hitting about 30 minutes and I, I've got a meeting in a few, but I, what I really would like to do is obviously we've got the word out, get this podcast out. 
Um, but can, can you kind of give off, uh, where people at Fieldcraft, where they can find you guys. And then you and I, I want to do another podcast later, a way more in depth talking about all of these things, not just saying, Hey, this is what you can learn and go into more depth what they'll be learning on a, on a separate one. That'll probably take two hours. Um, but yeah, where, where can they find you guys? Where can they look at some of the land nav courses, signing up on the YouTube page or instructional stuff like that? Yeah, you got it. So Fieldcraft Survival is on Instagram. It's at Fieldcraft Survival. Um, while people are on Instagram, they can look at our other accounts. You should look at Fieldcraft Survival, uh, uh, Fieldcraft, Survi- uh, Fieldcraft Mobility. You should look up uh, Fieldcraft Survival Fit. Uh, that's Doc Peters. Uh, he's in charge of our, uh, our fitness program. He also stars we- in Yellowstone. Just kidding. Dude, that guy is the <laughs> most interesting man in the world. I mean, when you become a Green Beret at the age of 46 and you're a medical doctor and a cowboy and just an all-around badass, I'm mean, the most interesting guy in the world. Um, they can find us on uh, fieldcraftsurvival.locals.com. That's where the navigation uh, course is. You can find me at Estella Wild Ed. That's just Kevin Estella, uh, my personal Instagram account. Um, Fieldcraft can be found on YouTube. Fieldcraft uh, will soon be found in the pages of a paper journal that we're, we're publishing. Um, we're all over. Um, look up Mike Glover. Look up Kevin Owens. Uh, look up George Bell. I, I mean, if you type in Fieldcraft, you'll find us. Uh, we're always here for you guys. Cool, cool, man. Well, I appreciate you you hopping on. I appreciate the the friendship over the last several years and the support of Kafaru and, uh, and yeah, Kevin and I'll hop on and go over more of a learning long-term podcast pretty soon, but just kind of getting the word out for people to get revved up about, about what we'll be offering soon. I, so I appreciate you hopping on. Yeah. My pleasure, brother. It's going to be a regular thing. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. This I'm excited. So tell everybody over there. Uh, thanks again for everything. I, I'll be out there in a couple of weeks. So, uh, look forward to seeing you guys. Sounds good, man. Talk to you soon. Take it easy.